Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, Lucky Jordan. Our starring players, this is Alan Ladd. This is Marjorie Maine. This is Barbara Britton. And this is Harry Bonzell. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in a radio adaptation of Paramount Picture screen success, Lucky Jordan. It stars Alan Ladd in his original role as Lucky, Marjorie Maine as Annie, Barbara Britton as Jill Evans, and Harry Von Zell as Slip Moran. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Lucky Jordan. Lucky Jordan, they call him. He controls all the rackets around New York. Yes, Lucky Jordan knows all the answers, except to a letter that starts with greetings, which is what his lawyer is trying to explain. This is different, Lucky. This is war. Everyone owes it to his country to serve. Oh, not me. I don't owe anything to anybody. But you've got to go, unless you have an exemption. Say, boss, you wouldn't have a wife and a family. Ah, don't be funny, Slip. Well, how about a mother? I never know who she was. And I can't get you off. I'm afraid you're in. Well, you take another think. There must be some old bat who'll call me Sonny for the right kind of dough. What? If I need a mother, go out and get me one. Well, here she is, Lucky. Meet your mother. Hello, Mr. Jordan. I do I call you a son. You just keep your lip buttoned up. Hey, Slip, just the best you could do, this drunken old bat. Gee, boss, what did you expect? Whistles, mother? But this is the old dame who's always mooching quarters in Times Square. Look at her clothes. Would you suggest we approach the D.A.R.? Ah, uh, looks ain't everything, Lucky. I'll do a good job. Well, just remember what I said about that lip. And when we come out, I'll give you 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Come on, come on. Let's go see that draft board and get it over with. <laughs> Rather strange, isn't it, Mr. Jordan, finding your mother just when you need her for exemption? Well, she just showed up. Uh-huh, I see. Madam, are you dependent on this man? Am I? Why, if it wasn't for him, sure, I'd Sure, sure, be... sure. I take care of her, all right. Mrs. Jordan, how much does he contribute to your support? Well, say like today, he's going to give me... I'm going to give her a thousand bucks a month. 
Uh, yeah, a thousand a month. Why? Hmm. I don't see any problem here, none at all. You don't? No, you're obviously well enough fixed so that serving your country will entail no sacrifice. Appeal denied. <laughs> Jordan. Come on, speak up. Where's Jordan? He he said he thought he'd stay in bed this morning, Sergeant. Oh, yeah? Gonna stay in bed this morning, are you? Come on. Take it easy, will you? Who do you think you're kicking, Jughead? I don't have to think. I know. Listen, Jordan, this is the army. You'll get up and drill and work and follow the rules just like a clock or I'll wind you up till I break your main stem. That's pretty rough talk. And it's gonna get rougher. I'd throw you in the guardhouse right now, except it's your first week and I'm giving you a break. Okay, Sergeant, and I'll give you a break. I won't say a word about Iowa City or Trenton. Yeah. Iowa City? Trenton? Yeah. I could see you were gonna get in my hair, so I had you looked up. What I can't figure out is how an ugly guy like you could get one wife, let alone two. Here, pipe down. Take it easy, will you? If this gets around, I'll get kicked out of the army. Can you guarantee it? Oh, now, please, Jordan. I've been in the army for 18 years. I've been waiting for this war. Well, if you keep your nose clean, maybe I won't talk. Sure, sure. I, whenever you're ready, Mr. Jordan, your squad is digging a latrine. Are you kidding? Not me. Yeah, but, but suppose the lieutenant sees you here. You can't hang around your tent all day. Who said I was hanging around my tent? Thought those dames on a service club in this camp? came in, Jill. I've been worried about that soldier over there. What's the trouble? Well, he's been here in this club all day. Didn't even go out for lunch. Just sits there reading, eating popcorn. Did you talk to him? Well, he wouldn't talk. Maybe he's shy. I'll try to cheer him up. Well, all right. I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Hello, soldier. Ah, uh, go away, Earl. Hey, what'd you do? Get your face lifted? What? What happened to the other dame? I relieved her. It's a relief to me, too. She said you didn't have any lunch. Aren't you hungry? Yeah, sure. How about a midnight supper in my tent? You're pretty fresh. You're pretty, period. I think you're just a... Oh, now, slow down, cute eyes. Hey, how about a bottle of beer? With all that popcorn in you, you'll swell up like a balloon. That's great. And I can sail away from this camp and nobody would know the difference. What's the matter with you? Are you homesick? Yeah. I guess I miss my little teddy bear. Listen, Mr. Smart Alec, I've been around here long enough to know that no soldier can spend all day in the service club. You're AWL, and I'm going to call the CO and tell him so. Now, wait a minute, sister. Hello. Hello, give me the colonel's office, please. It's too bad. It was going to be such a beautiful friendship, too. Hey, you. You in the car. You head for the gate? That's right. I'm checking on all civilians. Got your pass-out ticket? Well, yes, right here, but I never have to... Oh. Sorry I had to sock you, brother, but I need that pass. Need your hat and coat, too. Just till I get out of this dump, and I'm getting out right now. Oh, gee, that's funny, Slip. It's the funniest thing I ever heard. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of funny things around this office, Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days... You're gonna miss me, honey. Mr. Jordan. Hey, well, we didn't hear you come in. That was the idea. Well, uh, we were just... Beat it, Pearl. Yeah, sure. Sure. Well, it's, uh, it's good to see you, boss. 
Uh, you don't mind my clowning around a little with Pearl. Why should I mind? Hey, you ain't in your soldier pants. You take a powder from that camp? Yeah, I didn't like the way they ran the joint, so I wrote my resignation on the guy's chin, took over his car, and got out of there. Oh, well, gee, that... Hey, wait a minute. A 41 black sedan, Connecticut license? Yeah. What road did you come back to town on? Back roads, mostly. In a hot car, what else? Oh. No wonder the boys missed you. Where's that briefcase, Lucky? Oh, now, look, Armored Eyes. When you ask me a question, your voice better go up on the end. Well, I didn't mean nothing, Lucky. Only I had a couple of the boys tailing that car. That guy you clipped, uh, he's an army engineer. He was carrying a lot of dope on a new tank armor. Since when did you get interested in tanks? Well, I couldn't write you, Lucky. Uh, we're in a new racket. Yeah? That makes you think I want a new racket. But this is where the heavy sugar is right now, playing with them foreign lugs. That briefcase is worth 50,000 rocks. Yeah? Maybe I should have brought it along. I never even bothered it. Mr. Jordan, you left this briefcase on my desk. I thought maybe you'd want it. Yeah. Thanks, Pearl. Oh, you're quite welcome. I'll slip. I guess I must All right, don't move, Lucky. Just drop that briefcase on the desk. That's fine. Strong arm stuff, huh? And with a rock. It's seven o'clock, Cinderella. I've been laying for you for a long time. You know, I had a hunch you were beginning to like that big chair of mine. From now on, it's my big chair. You're true, Lucky. You ain't a big shot anymore. You're just a washed-up little drip. Just the same, I figure you'll need me for a while. That that briefcase is empty. What? What are you giving me? If them papers is gone, oh! Too bad, Slip. You never were very smart. Gee, boss, what happened? What's the matter? Oh, gosh. Is he dead? He would be, only he's got some friends I want to do business with. When he comes out of it, tell him to meet me in front of Marty's place on Times Square. For a hundred grand in cash, you can have this briefcase. You got that straight? Yes, Mr. Jordan. Okay, tomorrow at noon. And tell him he'd better not try any tricks. Can you spare a porter, mister? For a cup of coffee? Two bits for a cup of coffee? You wouldn't want me to dine in the cheaper places, would you? <laughs> All right, here you are. Well, don't you want it? Excuse me. There's a man. Somebody got to see. Miss Jordan. Miss Jordan, wait. Come on, blow. But, Miss Jordan, don't you remember? I'm your mom. You got your 50 bucks. Am I supposed to keep you in gin for the rest of your life? Oh, you don't understand. I got something to tell you. They're staked out all around Marty's waiting for you. Who staked out? A bunch of torpedoes. I seen them when I went on my route. Thanks. You're hollering a stove. Everybody's after you. Slip Moran, the BFI. Okay, okay. If you want to hide out, you can have my place. Where is it? On Fulton Street, over the Blue Grotto. Uh, would there be room for me with all those gin bottles? Here's the key. I'll come down later. Now, go on, go on. They better not catch us talking here together. All right, I'll see you there. Be careful, son. Uh, say, mister, uh, can you spare a quarter, please? Where is he? Did you see him, Joe? Funny, he was here just a minute ago talking to Annie. Do you think the old bat is in on the deal? I don't know, but we better tell her. Slip's gonna be awful mad if we miss. Fill up on that stew. It'll do you good. Uh, that's open to argument. But as soon as I pull off this deal I'm working on, I'm gonna slip you a couple of C's. Oh, you don't need to. I ain't putting a bite on you. Why not? 
Think you can get more out of Slip? I... I guess you don't understand. You see, after we went to the draft board that day, something happened to me. Yeah? What? Well, that afternoon I was picking up a few groceries and a couple other mothers was there. And they was lying about their kids. So, well, I started lying about you. Ha! I sure froze them up. Yeah? What'd you tell them? Uh, I said you was in the Army. Only three months. And a lieutenant already. And then I opened a newspaper and showed them a real good-looking soldier. They thought they had me nailed because I said captain on the picture. But I just said, what do you know? He got himself promoted again. <laughs> That's when they froze. Yeah, I can imagine. So it hit me like a ton of brick when I saw you walking in that trap today. I guess I just did what any mother would do. I forget it. You think the briefcase is safe? Sure, nobody would find it in that crack in the wall. Not with that Spanish shawl in front of it. Hey, that's a pretty shawl. Where'd you get it? One of them big stores on Fifth Avenue. It sort of dropped into my umbrella one day. Yeah? Well, where'd you get the umbrella? From the umbrella department. Now, you stick close and watch things around here. I gotta go out for a while. Do you think you should? Yeah, it's business. Uh, no hurry, is there? Uh, would you like some more stew? Same as I just had? Sure. No, thanks. I'll be seeing you later. Hello? Hello, Slip, is that you? Yeah, it's Lucky. I didn't keep my appointment today because I don't like double crosses. I'm giving you just one more chance. Yeah. Yeah, I'll call you tomorrow and tell you where. And Slip, you better be a good boy. I'm getting mad. Pretty warm in that uh, booth tonight, mister? It's warm everywhere tonight. Well, it's getting along into May. Tomorrow's Mother's Day, you know. By the way, we've got some very nice gifts if you're interested. Mother's Day? I don't think any drugstore around here can touch our line. Perfumes, candies, accessories. No, I... I don't think she's exactly the type. I see. Something less frivolous, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, wrap me up a bottle of gin, will you? <laughs> Lady Esther has presented Act One of Lucky Jordan, starring Barbara Britton, Marjorie Maine, Harry Von Zell, and Alan Ladd. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But first, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. How would you like to see your skin become smoother and fresher looking before your very eyes? How would you like to feel your skin become softer and finer textured, actually feel it with your fingertips? Well, you can if you will make the Lady Esther patch test. And I intend to keep right on telling you about the patch test until you do try it. Because I want you to see with your own eyes, feel with your own fingers, exactly what happens when you use Lady Esther four-purpose face cream. Now, here's what the patch test is. You just take a little Lady Esther face cream on your finger and rub it on one little part of your face. Choose a place that's a little too dry or too oily, like your forehead or your chin. Or better still, choose a part of your face where there are a few blackheads or big pores. Rub Lady Esther face cream on that patch of skin and wipe it off. That's all there is to the patch test. But you'll see with your own eyes how much more delicate 
and finer textured that patch of skin suddenly looks than all the skin around it. You'll feel with your fingertips how much softer and smoother it's become. And you'll realize that here is proof, unmistakable, undeniable proof, that Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream is the most beautifying face cream you've ever used. I want you to see the radiant, sparkling difference that a single application of Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream can make. So once again, I ask you to make the patch test. I urge you to make the patch test tonight. Lady Esther presents the second act of Lucky Jordan, starring Alan Ladd as Lucky Jordan, Marjorie Maine as Annie, Barbara Britton as Jill Evans, and Harry Von Zell as Slip Moran. Open up, Annie. It's me, Lucky. Come on, come on, open up. I got a present for you. Annie. It's funny, I told her to lock it. Annie! Lucky. Is that you? What happened? I didn't tell. I didn't tell him, son. You didn't tell who? They... They couldn't make me tell. Who? A couple men... Looking for that briefcase. They slapped me around pretty bad. All right, take it easy now. I'll get you a cloth to wipe your face. I couldn't. They busted my fingers trying to make me tell. I'll take care of Slip for this. Be, be careful, son. I'll take care of those other guys, too. That briefcase is going where it'll hurt him most. Right back to the army. Well, then you could go back, too? You could get to be a lieutenant, maybe? Or even a captain? I'd like to see them dames again. Thinking their kids are so hot. I'd freeze them. I'd freeze I'd sure freeze if there was really a captain. Annie. Okay, Annie. Okay, Ma. I'll teach those guys. I'll take this briefcase back and... They found it. It's gone. <laughs> You understand, Miss Evans, this is more than a case of simple desertion. That's why the Army has called us in. I'll do anything I can to help, Mr. Herndon. There isn't very much you can do, really. But it's fairly evident that this lucky Jordan, who was in your service club that day, was the one who attacked that Army engineer. Of course. And you could identify him if you saw him again, eh? I certainly could. The sooner I see him, the better I'll feel. I have a few things to tell him myself. important, Pearl. You better heat up that redhead and start to think. I'm asking again, where's Slip? I told you, Mr. Jordan, I haven't any idea. 
This morning you just shut down the office. I'm out of a job. I don't even know how I'm going to live. Now, look, we both know how you're going to live. You better tell me about Slip. Honest, I don't know. They haven't let me in on anything lately. I even got the idea that Slip was going straight. Oh, now, don't give me that. No, no kidding. All he's been talking about was flowers. Why, just this morning he sold some tulips for 50 grand. Tulips? Who to? I wouldn't know. I'm not supposed to listen in on the phone. Who to? Uh, out in Long Island. Kilpatrick's Gardens. <laughs> Yep, mister? Yeah. Bill Patrick Gardens on the Merrick Road. You bet. Taxi, taxi. Here you are, miss. Where to? Follow that cab that just pulled away. Stay with it and you'll get the biggest tip of your life. Yes, ma'am. Tickets, please. Gotta have a ticket to see the gardens. Ticket there, mister? Yeah. Where can I find Mr. Kilpatrick? Oh, I'm sorry. He's rather busy as a rule. Do you have an appointment? Well, it's something special. About some tulips. Oh. Oh, the other end of the gardens, the office building. Thanks. Show your tickets, please. Show your tickets here. Excuse me. Is there a phone around here? It's very important. Got a local call, miss? No, I want to call the FBI in New York. Oh, you, you better step in here in the gatehouse. Thank you. Hello? This is Miller at the gate. There's a young lady here who wants to get in touch with the FBI. Will you connect me, please? See this house phone, miss. I had to get your line. If they'd only hurry. Hello? Uh, just a minute, please. Here you are, miss. Hello, is this the FBI? Let me speak to Mr. Herndon, please. He isn't? Well, is there anyone there I can... Mr. Bowman? All right. Hello, Mr. Bowman. This is Jill Evans. I'm at Kilpatrick Gardens on Long Island. Lucky Jordan is here. Yes, I'm positive. I've followed him all the way. What? Oh, I see. Yes, I'll go directly to Mr. Kilpatrick's office and wait there. Yes, please hurry. Goodbye. <laughs> How do you like that, Kesselman? I am now Mr. Bowman of the FBI. I doubt if you'll get away with it, Kilpatrick. Your face isn't stupid enough. <laughs> what about this, Jordan? Slip is waiting for him in the hall. All right, Lucky. Just keep walking. And <laughs> has evidently found him. Here he is, Mr. Kilpatrick. Oh, come in, Jordan. Come in. I presume you came to see about a certain briefcase. Well, there it is. On the desk. Yeah. Take a good look, pal. You ain't gonna see it much longer. You ain't gonna see nothing much longer. Jordan, within an hour, those papers will be on a submarine headed for Germany. What do you say to that? A dangerous type, no doubt. He doesn't talk. I'll make him talk. Here, Kesselman, hold this gun. Mr. Kilpatrick, there's a young lady here to see you. Yeah, send her in. All right, miss. Oh, Mr. Kilpatrick, I came here to... Oh, you've got him already. Yeah, cute eyes, they got me. Thanks for the assist. It seems he does talk, after all. Sure, he's gonna talk plenty. But, but I don't understand. Nice crowd you pal around with, all right. A bunch of spies. Spies? They're just helping the FBI. I called Mr. Bowman myself from the gatehouse. From the gatehouse, huh? What'd he sound like? He sounded like... He sounded just like... <laughs> yes, young lady. He sounded just like me. What you got so far is just a sample, Lucky. 
You better start talking and talk plenty fast. You didn't come here without protecting yourself. You better tell us who else is in on this deal. Come on, spill it! So you better start talking while you got some teeth left. Stop it! Stop it! She's right, Slip. You're just out of his brain. Well, you got a better way? I think so. There was a method we developed in Poland. You see, we take a wooden match like this, split it down the middle like this. Then we drive the sharp edge under the subject's fingernail and light it. That's all. You wouldn't. Which hand, Jordan? Not that it matters. They're both connected with the same body. Oh, wait a minute, Kesselman. I tell you, I can make this guy talk. Now, look, Lucky. This is on a level. You start singing or I'm going to let you have it. It ain't going to kill you, Lucky. But it's going to hurt you awful bad. You know, Slip, you talk pretty big with a rod in your hand. Yeah, and this time it's going to stay in my hand. It's going to stay in my hand until I smack you again. Get the gun! Get the gun! Get the gun! Get a sister, pick up that rod. I've got it, I've got it, Lucky, here. Nice going, get the briefcase. Now, look here, my dear fellow. All right. Stay where you are, sauerkraut. Come on, now, don't move. I didn't intend to. It's obvious I couldn't get very far. Uh, 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 now, look here, Jordan. Look here, suppose, suppose we make a deal. You wanted 100000 for that report. All right, I'm willing to pay. No, thanks. I found a customer I like better. I'm selling to the Army on the installment plan. They're going to pay me 50 bucks a month for it. Aren't you playing the wrong part, Jordan? You can't get anything out of being a tin horn hero. You're a realist, not a romantic fool. Why should you give up $100,000 for a country that considers you an enemy of society? Well, maybe it's because I don't want to see that country run by guys who have old women beat to death. Till I came up against you, Nazi was just a word in the newspaper to me. Now it's another way of spelling lice. For the next two minutes, I'm a one-man board of health. This place has got to be cleaned up. Oh, lucky, please. After all, you and me, we've been pals. Yeah, that's right, Slip. That's why I'm going to give it to you first. How would you like it? Standing up or... All right, that's all for today. Don't move anybody. Mr. Herndon. Hello, Miss Evans. I'll take that briefcase if you don't mind. Round them all up, boys. Mr. Herndon, I'm so glad you're here. I called you, but you weren't in. I know. I was on my way. You see, Jordan called me before you did. He did? He sure did. Jordan, I'm afraid you'll have to go along with us until we straighten all this out. Well, that's life for you. You try to help a guy and the referee hits you over the head with a stool. You haven't anything to worry about. They'd, they'd never consider you a deserter after what you've done. Yeah? What's that? You know, a medal. Oh. Well, let's get going, cute eyes. Let's get it over with. Hey, hey wait a minute. Say, Slip. Oh, no, wait a minute, Lucky. I I'm your pal. Oh, this isn't for me. It's for someone else. I hope you liked it, Annie. That was for you, Ma. Thank you, Alan Ladd, Marjorie Main, Barbara Britton, and Harry Von Zell for appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players tonight. That was our pleasure, Mr. Bradley. You see, the Motion Picture Relief Fund, which benefits from these programs, is very important to all of us in the industry. We're vitally interested in the fund and the country house and the clinic which it supports. And now, before we tell you about next week's program, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Britton. 
Ladies, I hope you made a note of the test I asked you to make a little while ago. The Lady Esther patch test. Try it very soon, tonight if you can. For the sooner you try my patch test, the sooner you'll see how much fresher and lovelier your skin can look from a single application of Lady Esther four-purpose face cream. Here's all you do. Just dip your finger in a jar of Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and rub the cream on one particular part of your face. And if there are a few blackheads or big pores, so much the better. All you do is rub Lady Esther face cream on that small patch of skin, wipe it off, and see that small patch of skin suddenly look a lot softer, smoother, and younger than all the skin around it. See it glow with a radiant new look of beauty, as though a lifeless coating has been removed, and feel it with your fingertips. Feel how the dry, rough flakes vanished, leaving the skin petal smooth and fine. I can promise you it's an experience you won't soon forget. And remember, what you see happen to that one little patch of skin will happen to your whole face when you apply Lady Esther face cream, for it brings your skin the four things it needs most for beauty. So try the patch test, won't you? Try it tonight. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present True to Life. It will star Victor Moore, Joan Leslie, and Dick Powell. Be sure to listen. Alan Ladd is currently working in And Now Tomorrow. Barbara Britton can soon be seen in the story of Dr. Wassell, both Paramount Pictures. Marjorie Maine can soon be seen in the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer production, Rationing. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. To try Lady Esther four-purpose face cream, just get the smallest size jar. Later, you can get the economical large jar and keep refilling the small one for convenience. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you. And good night, everyone. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.